podcaster, online business owner, and above all, I am constantly dreaming up ways to reimagine education. I provide teachers with tips, tricks, and strategies to transform their classrooms into learning hubs that are filled with creativity, innovation, and discovery. I hope to empower all teachers, no matter what subject they teach, to experiment with innovative learning models and lead their classrooms with 21st century skills. So let's learn and grow together as 21st century educators. This is the EdTech Classroom Podcast. Design thinking is an iterative, human-centered process that is most often used to solve a need or a problem. Design thinking consists of five main stages, empathize, define, ideate, prototype, and test. In today's podcast episode, I'm sharing an in-depth example of a design thinking activity to try with your students for back to school. So I'm gonna walk you through this activity, this project example, step-by-step, and we're gonna go over how to implement design thinking in your classroom. I love this activity and this episode specifically because you can teach this lesson as soon as tomorrow. Then after I share this activity example, I'm also gonna share a list of some other project ideas that I think will be helpful for building classroom community at the start of the school year. Now, while I did create this podcast episode with back to school in mind, obviously it's the start of the school year, I do wanna point out that you can implement this project any time of year. So if you're listening to this podcast and it's not back to school time, you can still implement design thinking and this project specifically in your classroom. So the project that I'm going to be featuring in this podcast episode is called the Backpack Project. Now the Backpack Project is inspired by the Gift Giving Project and the Wallet Project from the Stanford D School. A few podcast episodes ago, I'll have it linked in the show notes exactly which episode it is, but I featured the gift giving project and talked about how I did this project with my elementary students, my second grade students specifically. So in this backpack project, which is the project we're talking about today, students will have 90 minutes to design and build a backpack for a friend. Our essential question for the backpack project is, How can we design and build a helpful and thoughtful backpack for a friend? The very first stage of the design thinking process is called empathize or empathy. The empathize stage allows students to develop a deeper understanding of the problem or need that we're addressing. So in this instance, students will practice empathy to learn more about what their partner needs. Before we can design a solution as a class, we need to understand not only the problem or the need, but also the people, their environment, and their role within that environment. So for the first stage of the backpack project, students will interview their partners. Now I use the word interview to describe this process to students, but I also like to tell them that we're doing this activity to get to know each other. So for example, I might say something like, The first stage of design thinking is called empathize. Does anyone know what the word empathy means? 
Then I would follow up this prompt as the teacher with a discussion about empathy. Once we formulated our class definition of empathy based off of this discussion, then we would brainstorm strategies to get to know each other better and to empathize with each other. So I'd guide students to think about the concept of interviewing someone since that's what we would then do to practice empathy. So to learn more about our friends, I might say, we're going to interview each other. We will interview them by asking questions to get to know them better. What does being a good interviewer look like? What does a good interviewer sound like? It would then model interviewing strategies for students. So I'd model things like note-taking, listening, and asking follow-up questions. In addition to modeling, I also like to provide my elementary students with a list of questions that they can ask their partners. I find this to be a helpful strategy, especially at the start of the school year. It's great for scaffolding this activity when students aren't too familiar with the design thinking process. So the potential questions that I might give my students to ask their partners are, walk me through the contents of your backpack or tote bag, etc. Why do you have a particular item in your backpack? When do you carry your backpack? What do you primarily use your backpack for? So students would spend about five to 10 minutes each interviewing their partners. So one partner, partner A, let's say, would interview partner B for five to 10 minutes and then they would switch. So partner B would then interview partner A. Now this brings us to the second stage of the design thinking process, which is the define stage. So during this stage, the define stage, students develop a meaningful and actionable problem statement. So this problem statement is used to guide students to figure out what problem they're attempting to solve. With elementary students, I've found that the define stage can kind of be tricky at first. I think that that's because sometimes it's a tricky transition from empathy to defining. And I think that also this stage can be tricky because it requires students to summarize and synthesize their learning from the empathize stage. So this, this bridge between these two stages can be kind of tricky. So when I'm teaching the define stage of the backpack project, I teach students how to define the problem by explaining that they might not necessarily have discovered a problem when they were interviewing their partner, and that's okay. So I'd say something like, did you find out any goals or wishes that your partner has? What did you learn from interviewing them? What did you notice? Then that conversation that we'd have as a class would hopefully allow students to have a better understanding of their conversations and have students be able to synthesize that information, synthesize that conversation. And then we would spend a few minutes actually writing a need statement. Now, I, in my classroom, like to use a Mad Lib style example to teach how to write a need statement. Now, I got this idea from the Stanford D School, so I can't take credit for it, but basically the Mad Libs example problem statement that I like to use is blank needs a way to blank because blank. So the first blank is the partner name. So this partner needs a way to, then we'd insert our need here because, and then we'd share some sort of insight. 
So that's kind of the formula that I like to use for formulating a needs statement. Now an example needs statement for the backpack project could be something like, Maddie needs a way to carry her books to class more easily because she loves to read but does not have enough space. So students, they really only need a couple of minutes completing the defined stage, actually writing this problem statement. I think the trickiest part is actually getting students to wrap their head around this idea of defining and writing a needs statement, but the actual writing process only takes a couple of minutes. This brings us then to stage number three, which is the ideate stage. So ideating is all about brainstorming wildly radical ideas. These ideas are really meant to be outside of the box. So specifically, students are gonna brainstorm solutions and ideas that are related to the need statement that they defined in the previous stage. So for the ideate stage of the backpack project, I like to provide students with another piece of paper that's divided into three different sections. So imagine a horizontal piece of paper divided into three sections. I ask students to label each of these sections as idea one, idea two, and idea three. So students would then have time to brainstorm three different wildly radical ideas on this piece of paper. Now I really encourage students to think big and to think outside of the box here. I also encourage them to refer back to their needs statement when they're brainstorming ideas. Sometimes in my experience, I've noticed that students can get so excited by these big ideas that they get excited by things that they're interested in and start to forget about the needs of their partner. So it can be helpful for students to continue to refer back to their needs statement to make sure they're actually designing something for their partner rather than something for themselves. Now with this brainstorming, with this ideating, I like to provide students with the choice to either draw or write their ideas. Most of my students opt for drawing but some students do prefer to write out their thoughts, write out their ideas. So I like to provide both of these choices for students. So students then, they go through this ideate stage as quickly or as long as you would like. So I typically recommend doing this stage in about seven to 10 minutes if you plan to complete the entire design thinking process in 60 to 90 minutes total. So seven to 10 minutes, if you wanna do this in you know, a 60 to 90 minute stretch, if you plan to do this over the course of several days, you can extend this ideate stage to be longer. It's kind of up to you, but that tends to be my recommendation for teachers. Now, once students have finished ideating, they've come up with three big ideas, three wildly radical ideas. They will then ask their partner for feedback. Students can use I like and I wonder statements to provide each other with feedback. Now I typically model giving feedback so that students understand what that looks like and they understand expectations around giving feedback to partners in my classroom. This is something that I really like to model at the start of the school year. I think it's important for students to understand how to give each other feedback constructively. After receiving feedback, 
then students are going to take a few minutes to update their designs based on that feedback, which then brings us to stage number four, prototype. During the prototype stage, students begin building their ideas. So this stage really focuses on building the best solution to the problem or the need. As a teacher, I define the word prototype to students by explaining that it's kind of like a first draft or a first build. So students will take their designs from that ideate stage, and then they're going to build a model of one of those ideas or a combination of multiple of them during the prototype stage. So prototyping, it's a big hit with students, at least my elementary students. They tend to really love this stage probably the most. And I think that this stage is great for learning because it has so many opportunities for hands-on learning. And of course, it's all about building. Now in my classroom, I typically provide students with recyclable materials. So think things like, you know, cereal boxes, paper towel tubes, plastic water bottles, etc. So they'll use those recyclable materials to build their prototypes. In the backpack project, students would spend about 15 minutes building prototypes of their backpacks if you want to do this activity in 60 to 90 minutes. Like I said with the previous section or the previous stage, if you want students to do this over the course of several days, you could allot them a lot more time than 15 minutes to actually build their prototypes. So as you can probably tell, this stage is pretty open-ended. It's probably, in my opinion, the most open-ended out of all of the stages, at least from the teacher perspective. There isn't too much teaching that's required with this stage. I typically recommend that teachers set up guidelines, set up expectations around things like materials, noise level. Once you do that, though, I think you're pretty much good to go. Students have really worked through the process thus far and kind of figured out what design thinking looks like along the way. And so this stage is meant to be pretty just exploratory for students to actually build the designs that they created. Which brings us to stage number five, which is the testing stage. The test stage is all about getting feedback from your user and checking to see if your prototype works. Now I did, you can't see me because I'm recording this obviously as a podcast, just audio, but I did some air quotes over user and works because the user in this instance in our school setting often tends to be a partner or a family member or someone else at the school, not necessarily what you think of as a product user. And then when I say prototype works, I put that in air quotes because prototypes in schools can look a lot of different ways. They might not necessarily be functioning prototypes. Maybe they look like something, but they don't actually work. Um, and so that's why I put this word works in quotations, because I think that in this testing stage, students can test their prototypes in a variety of different ways. Only one of those is to check to see if it functions properly. Another way might be, let's say if a student, like in the backpack project, is designing a prototype for another person, 
students can test out their creations just by getting feedback from that person. So in their backpack project, students could show their prototypes to their partners, and then they could get feedback and additional ideas on how to improve their designs. So you could ask questions like, what does their partner like about their backpack? What is helpful about this backpack? How is the design of this backpack thoughtful? So questions like these can be really great for getting students to get feedback or for them to be able to test out their creations. Now, again, with this stage, if you're going with this sort of feedback model of testing, I remind students to use that I like and I wonder feedback language when they're checking in with their partners. Another way that I've done this with students before is I've also had them, after they do that testing, I've had them spend some time reflecting on the design thinking process as a way to wrap up this activity. Design thinking is very much process-based. It really emphasizes process over product. Sometimes you'll create this wildly radical idea that doesn't actually work. It doesn't really have a, any practical application in the real world. And so that's why this process is so important. It's really about getting students to think critically, but also think creatively and think outside of the box. So I like to have students often wrap up design thinking with some sort of reflection activity. I also like to sometimes share examples of real world products that have come out of design thinking. So for example, the very first Apple computer mouse actually came out of a design thinking project. Same with the electric toothbrush from Oral-B, same with Uber Eats. So these are really great examples that I like to share with students to help them realize that design thinking can actually lead to some pretty incredible real world ideas. Now I do wanna share some additional design thinking project ideas with you guys. So the backpack project obviously has been the focus of this episode, but it's just one of many, many examples of back to school design thinking projects that you can try out with your students. So I created a list of project ideas that you can try out with your students at the start of the school year. But like I said at the beginning of this episode, you can try these project ideas out all year long. So here is my list that I put together. First, we have design a lunchbox for a friend. Design an ideal classroom for a friend. Design or improve a classroom system. Invent a sport for a friend. Invent a new class at your school based on your friend's interests. So those are just five different project ideas that are th I think are really great for you know, building classroom community and can be a fun way to start the school year uh, by doing a design thinking project, but not necessarily one that's tied directly to your curriculum. Of course, though, you can always embed standards. You can embed those ELA standards, math standards. There's tons of ways that you can incorporate standards into these specific project example ideas. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode all about implementing design thinking in your classroom. These ideas are great for back to school as well as for throughout the entire school year. I will have the episode webpage linked for you guys in the show notes in case you want to check it out. I have some additional resources in there. I think I also break it down with some nice visuals. I break down this episode with some nice visuals, some nice graphics that I think will be helpful if you do wanna implement a project like the backpack project in your classroom. 
So as always, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this, this podcast episode. You can email me at myedtechclassroom at gmail.com. You can DM me on Instagram at edtechclass. You can leave a comment on my blog. You can rate, subscribe, and write a review. And I'll see you back here soon. Bye, friends. Thank you.